0: Hello and welcome back to the FPL Roundtable podcast. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries.
1: And I'm your co-host who is currently taking a sip of something nice and luscious, Rob Langevin. (laughs) And on this podcast, we're going to do a different intro.
0: What? Flip the script. Rob said our intro was boring. So now we're not going to do that boring one and we're going to talk about Rob stuff. What's going on, Rob? Seriously, yeah, we need to change stuff
1: up, man. Every time I listen to the first five minutes, like I'm like, I tell my friends and my mom to go listen to the podcast, and they're, they're like, out the in the, the first minute. They're just like, I'm first, done. The first five minutes sounds like you're like you're trying to like, it's like the usual suspects things, you know, stand forward and read read the same bland statement every time. Oh, yeah. give me the money, you know. It's dumb. We we need to liven it up. We're supposed to be alive. This is fantasy soccer, football, whatever you want to choose it to be. But it needs. To, we need to be hyped, Kev. You got to be hyped. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. You hyped? I'm totally hyped. We need a hype man. That's what we told totally we need. Every time we say, <laughs> every time we say something like, like completely like yeah. enthusiastic, be like, yeah, yeah. In the background, or, you know, like little John going to the dentist. Has little son. John
0: done anything in like the last five years? Um, we could probably get him on the cheap. He's. Still,
1: I think he's a Leicester fan, to be honest. Is he?
0: Yeah, I, I know that Snoop Dogg is randomly a, like a Norwich fan, I think it is.
1: He just likes the colors. <laughs> I,
0: I honestly had a friend that was like, I think he might have just been so high he forgot it was not Brazil. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. but uh, He smoked like, so much
1: he's like, oh look, there's canaries.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, there was like some story though about like some fans in Norwich were like really nice to him and they were like, you have to like football. And he's like, no, nah, I don't care. And they're like, Norwich. he's like, okay. And, like, and so there's like Ooh. pictures of him online wearing Norwich kits and stuff. So, anyway, shout out to Norwich fans and uh, Snoop Dogg, arguably the biggest Norwich fan of them all. All right. Uh, was that crazy enough? Yeah. That was a better. That was better. All right. All right. We'll work on it going forward. We will just jump straight into price changes. Uh, for me, you know, my I always start off with my buy before they go up even more. Uh, Odia Gallo, I picked him up last week, obviously served me well. Another two goals. Had a price increase despite being injured right now. Would you still bring him in while his price is low instead of waiting to see if he's healthy, but also potentially costing yourself point 0.1 or 0.2? Uh,
1: what has he done to not prove that he's worth any kind of value right now? He's still... Anything
0: under seven, easy.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's probably the second best fantasy striker in all of the .com official site um based on his price point i mean only vardy is probably the the, the better value based who scored on his, again which is just bonkers oh he's crazy he's just a, a sick individual you know i think he might wear the, you know what i was actually thinking this the other the other day and i wanted to remind myself to say it, so i'm actually physically reminding myself now to say it you think he loses when he when, he, when his wrist is completely healthy you think he still wears that like you know like how, how Michael, could you
0: not dude i'm I, crazy superstitious and this is what I do. <laughs> like, yeah. imagine being a professional footballer. You have to keep it on. Especially I mean, after Michael... seeing how it worked for Suarez.
1: Totally. I mean, Michael Jackson did it in like five or six <laughs> different videos. And they all went like triple platinum. I think a couple went diamond. So, I mean,
0: I i, I don't know what's up with Really that. moral yeah. of the story, both in fantasy and out of it. Get yourself a flashy glove
1: thing. yeah, And cool. uh, just wear it all the time. Yeah, just get like a wrist guard. Like one of those Under Armour things that like tucks over your thumb, your thumb and like... Keeps your like forearm nice and tight, <laughs> but yep. anyway, anyway, yeah. But but you you can't not own Agolo right now as your you, he's probably progressed so much that he's probably your second striker right yep. now behind behind Vardy. That's um, where I have
0: him. If if people have held on to Aguero, or if not, and when Aguero's fit, should everybody's front line be Aguero Agalo and Vardy? Pretty
1: much. I mean. Agalu is giving everybody the luxury of owning two 10-plus midfielders yeah. and ha- having them live comfortably through the midfield and having them run the gamut of saying, oh, all right, I'll, maybe I'll start five midfielders this week or I'll start three forwards. It, it doesn't matter because he gives you the luxury to say, all right, I'll start Vardy, Agalu, and the, the, the forward du jour of the week, whether it be uh, a Kane, Lukaku, Pella, or anybody – He's giving you that luxury based on his price point and his production.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, my second one, raising in price, 8.5 for Melu Lukaku. I have not been a big Lukaku guy in the past. Uh, obviously a big part of Everton's 6-2, just, a, just thrashing of Sunderland, really. Um, I think he had a goal and two assists. Two goals and an assist, one goal, two assists. I could think as both of them were to Kone. Um, but anyway, not always his biggest fan. He misses some chances that you'd expect him to do better on, but this is not a joke. These are his next seven matches. West Ham, tough attacking, but West Ham let their goals in. Aston Villa, Bournemouth, Palace, Norwich,
1: Leicester, Newcastle. Yeah, it completely got insane.
0: It- you can set it and forget it for two yeah. months.
1: Yeah, I mean, it completely goes back to what we went through last week. I was all over Adela Feu last week and telling, everyone who, and, tell, and telling everyone who owned Ross Barkley to abandon ship and go the opposite. Um, if Lukaku is going to continue this production, he's got to be in the discussion for your third forward. I know Pella has a, a decent schedule upcoming as well. So, you know, I can argue either way that... Either guy could be your next guy because Lukaku's schedule you just heard through through Kev, but I mean, look at Pella's next next couple games: Sunderland, Stoke City, Aston Villa at Palace, home to Spurs, and then at at Arsenal. So you can actually rotate very well if you have a transfer here or there every week to go from a Lukaku to a Pella and back and forth every week, depending on which which one you think is a better fit for your team.
0: Yeah, yeah, not not a bad shout. Uh, for me, I'd probably keep that transfer and literally just ride Lukaku till that mm-hmm. runs over. Uh, I think they're going to continue scoring. Clearly, they're a much better side than they were last year. Um, all right, I you know what? While we're kind of talking about Everton, what do you do with Kone, who had more points this week than he had tallied all season to this point? After a fairly decent start to the season, only four eight. What what are your thoughts on Kone?
1: Well, the funny thing about Kone is, you know, we usually do price rises and price drops. He, he actually he dropped, dropped. a yeah. C. He dropped a 20 spot. He dropped a dub on this week. <laughs> and, and, it's down he, to and, and, and he drops. Um, you know, the thing with Kone is there's not enough um feasibility and outcome from him to actually say, that, okay, yeah. I would roster him. Because you're never going to play him over a guy who would be your third or even second forward and and basically sacrifice your fifth midfielder. Yeah. The risk there is just way too much. Yeah, we just saw that he dropped 20, 20 points on, on Sunderland. And
0: it, obviously has that same schedule as Lukaku, which is pretty favorable.
1: Absolutely. So after the Vardis and the Igalus, there's no way that Kony can fit into anybody's roster and say, you know what, I'm going to roll with three followers and Kony's going to be my third guy because because of the price point, because of maybe the ownership. But I'd rather roll with like you said, a Lukaku or or Apella and, and run the risk that they don't do anything because you know what, because if there's a game that Kony doesn't show up, you, you look like an you look like an ass because egg's going to be all over your face because you started a run at yeah, uh, where, and you're going to get
0: zero because he doesn't start or two when it, he does.
1: Exactly, because there's going to be game, games when Jimmy Naismith starts because he's going to be coming back into the fold eventually. Patrick Carroll himself. And, and, <laughs> and as much as you know, it pains me to say, Kevin Morelish is, is going to find a place there eventually. Yeah. And that's they didn't what... sign
0: Aaron Lennon for nothing.
1: Absolutely, and that's why Kone was missing some time for a while because they brought Lennon in and i think they wanted to see how he fit into the team form and, and morellos has been getting a lot of late game runs so yeah. eventually that's got to translate into him getting some yeah
0: could have scored some, at the weekend as well
1: yeah some early game some early game you know touches i i don't I, is a great talent he's a mental case but he's a great talent um but i can't see anybody really really rostering you know aruna kone right now uh, he's owned in five point seven percent of leagues, but half of that has <laughs> got to be based on price point, and the or other like half week past...
0: one when absolutely. He did and the other
1: teams are dead because they're they're like, all right, well, I'm just going to run two really great forwards, like like a uh, like a Vardy and a Galu. Have Coney as my third forward. Completely always start five midfielders that are always stout hmm. and not worry about what's going on up top because if Coney gets points on the bench, nobody really ahead of me in points is going to be rostering him anyway.
0: Mm. So,
1: you know, it's it's kind of like a you're juggling like a chainsaw with an apple <laughs> and, and maybe like a pencil, maybe like a number two Dixon to Condoroga.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the dead teams is an excellent shout because I could very easily see at the beginning of the season – People going like Aguero, Kane, Kone, or Rooney. What was the Rooney Benteke was like the most common pairing of players in all of fantasy. Yeah, yeah, that was (laughs) the first. The first week that was number one. Not go well. (laughs) Um, Another player on the rise, Kevin De Bruyne. I know I've led off with him (laughs) the last three weeks, but ten seven with David Silva either returning this week or right after the international break is getting to my breaking point. Uh, where David Silva is going to contribute just as much, fewer goals, more assists, and 0.7 cheaper. Dubroina, obviously a great player. If you have a, a pairing, like we mentioned earlier, if you have a Galo and uh, Vardy, you could easily afford both, which we've mentioned before, we think is absolutely fine. Uh, but ten seven starting to hit my like funny bone wrong. And if he gets to like 11, I'm probably bailing.
1: Yeah, uh, you, the thing with me with... with the city is they're they're so rich in in players that are fantasy relevant. Um he's basically becoming when when Aguero actually comes back, you're basically going to be forced to coin flip between a De Bruyne and an Alexis Sanchez. Hmm. So do you want do you want to own an Alexis Sanchez who's kind of an outlier on on an Arsenal team that is basically going to be he isn't really
0: involved in weirdly in fantasy, He isn't involved in team play. He gets his points. Yeah. As opposed but, to a city where everybody is contributing to each other.
1: But but I'll say this. With Arsenal losing today or yesterday, whenever people are listening to this to to Bayern, uh they're basically out of they're kind of out of the champions. League. Yeah, they
0: have to win the next two, and Olympiacos have to lose the next two. If I'm not well, mistaken. It's, and
1: then it goes to goal differential, so they have yeah. to basically have to lose by a certain amount of goals. But the good thing is that Bayern has to play both one of the teams that they're playing, so mm. they're going to end up blowing them out. But I can guarantee this: Bayern's going to tie their last game, probably one to one, because because they're the gentlemen of the group. But it's basically going to come down to a coin flip later, where you want to you want an outlier on an Arsenal team. That you have fantasy trust in from last year, and you know he has the goods, or you want to have a a a one a 1A on a team that is maybe gonna put up goals with a with a Silva, with a Raheem Sterling, with a Navas, any 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 of those guys. I know Navas is kind of like a, a throw in there, but I'm saying from a fantasy perspective, I mean, how many guys can you can you trust? It's like you're you're trying to roster Lou Gehrig and Babe Ruth on the 1927 New York Yankees, <laughs> and you know what? Oh, you know what? Jimmy Fox looks great, so I'm going to try to roster him too. So you're basically caught between, alright, do I want Lou Gehrig or Jimmy Fox? I know this is an obscure, you know, f- baseball reference. Five 19- people
0: are loving this right now. <laughs> you
1: know, because I go, I go way old school, but that's basically the conundrum that you're going to have because De Bruyne is only going to keep going up. If he keeps getting an assist every game for the next two or three games. I know we're off next week at the week after next because of the international break, and then Aguero is going to be knocking on the door saying, "All right, I'm probably about ready to come back." De Bruyne is probably going to be about ten eight or ten nine by yeah. now. By then, so you're basically getting to the Alexis Sanchez territory of of price point. Um. So so Kev, what would you do in that situation? Would you rather have an outlier on an Arsenal team that is probably gonna I know Arsenal can transfer it to the Europa, so their game schedules are gonna be kinda wonky where they play Thursday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday. Right
0: now they're not. Right now they're in fourth, but yeah, you'd, yeah, you'd expect yeah. them to finish third.
1: You know, um or would you would you would you want like a one A, one B type option in, in Kevin De Bruyne from City?
0: Um, I would probably assuming that I already had Silva and someone, because Most people probably still have Kolarov in their team. He hasn't been disappointing enough to get him out. Um, Of of course, with everybody dealing with injuries and stuff. So you probably already have one there. So also, you need to kind of factor in the fact that if you already have Kolarov or you have Joe Hart, who had just a shocking, shocking own goal this uh, week against Norwich. uh,
1: Shout out out to Cameron Jerome. (laughs) It's your boy.
0: Um, <laughs> it's really not. That is not your boy at all. Uh, so if you already have one of those two, and you already have De Bruyne, Silva's coming back, Aguero's coming back, you can only do one of those. So for me, kind of, uh, not largely on, but a, a sizable factor would be, uh, diversifying your team. Because, yes, City are going to win a lot of weeks. Last week was a weird Manchester City performance. It was just weird against Norwich. You would usually expect them to roll roll them, and, and that obviously is not what happened. Uh, taking a very late penalty from uh, Yaya Toure, Kolarov also uh, took a late penalty but missed his. Uh, so I would probably diversify a bit, get Alexis Sanchez in. Yes, they're probably playing in Europa League, but I mean, teams like Tottenham are half and half on whether or not we're going to take the competition seriously. I wouldn't expect Arsenal would look at it too seriously. Um despite the fact that it would open up a, a Champions League spot in the Premier League, which would be a good time if they qualified that way. Uh, but no, I, I'd probably go De Bruyne or Silva, whichever one you have with Alexis, with Aguero up top, assuming you still have off. If not, you could do all of them, but
1: I'd probably try to break it up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing to have in fantasy because th- this this game is built to have decisions upon yourself. You're basically questioning your, your roster and, and, budgeting yourself against the mi- the dreaded minus four yeah um it, it's it's all good things to have i mean these are great debates that you can either have with yourself or you you know if you want to if you want to call your mom downstairs because you probably live in your basement if you're <laughs> listening to this um oh but, great insult the listeners that no, always goes well <laughs> it's totally tr- it's totally not true untrue not not true whatever any anything but you know what I'm saying. We put the fun in untrue. <laughs> we put the fun in unbelievable.
0: <laughs> but uh, right, um, play this podcast to your friends. Have them argue with you about it. Totally, yeah,
1: totally. S- send me a Facebook message. Does anybody still Facebook?
0: I yeah. I don't know. Use MySpace. What was the one before in MySpace?
1: Fucking Friendster.
0: Friendster. There we go. Yeah. Everybody, hop on to friendstercom EPL roundtable
1: it's almost as hip as it's almost as hip as grinder oh man
0: to... that gosh i i honestly didn't know what that was and somebody referenced it and i was just like oh okay do not need that explained to me by
1: uh an elder person yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> thanks for waste thanks for wasting 31 seconds of my life that i'll never get yep.
0: back well there you go <laughs> um, but anyway yeah live your life get one of those guys in obviously uh, I, I would wait on buying Silva till we hear he's back back. Because he was supposed to be back last week. Then he was uh-huh. supposed to be back midweek. Uh-huh. Still waiting on it. It's a lot like the Hyung min Son thing. Which, by the way, he is actually back and will be playing in some capacity on Sunday in the North London Derby. Uh, players that uh, I buy on the cheap don't exist this year. These are players that are going down in price. I hate all of them. Starting with Wayne Rooney and Anthony Martial... Everybody jumped on board really quickly, Rooney at the beginning of the season, Marcial when he joined, and I, I wrote in my article last week, and I, I cop to this fully, that Rob, I'm sure you know, one of the worst things you can do in fantasy is have a player that's dead to you, where regardless of price, you just won't go back in, they've burned you too badly, because every player has value in some capacity. But I am absolutely done with Wayne Rooney. Am I wrong for thinking that?
1: No. I mean, the the gameplay that I've witnessed with Wayne Rooney is uh, he gets the ball in a position that is not helping his team. Uh, the play stalls, and he gives a ball that is no help to anyone. I, am I wrong for even saying that? Absolutely not.
0: It's It's one of those things where we kept talking about whether he was a forward or a midfielder for so long that we kind of realized he wasn't really doing either. And, like, I'll cop to this. You know, last last week we had a big ol' love about how great we were at the fantasy conference. Uh, I'll, I'll admit to one of my flaws, which was I thought Wayne Rooney was going to score 25 goals this year. That is super-duper not going to happen at all. Um, was very big on him coming into the year. Was big on Manchester United as a whole. Yeah, they're struggling, but something's just off. It's kind of like what's happening in the NFL right now. Where everybody's starting to question if Andrew Luck is the player we all thought he was. Like, now that he's struggling, now you bring up all the negative stats about how ineffective he's been. And so, is Wayne Rooney still probably one of the 10 most talented strikers in the Premier League? Yeah, but I, I just don't want it. I don't want it at all. And he doesn't particularly help the team much either. I know he just scored again midweek. That fooled me earlier this season, and I bought back in before I sold out again. He's he's just not getting into my team anytime.
1: Well, let's not get excited about a. F- like you know, a goal, a header from four yards out. That's just not. <laughs> Dude, this
0: best striker ever.
1: Wow. Well,
0: Ted... <laughs> and, well,
1: and and funny and funny best striker ever news. uh Did you hear the news about Teddy Sheringham actually registering yeah. himself to be 49 a forty-nine
0: years old? Wow. What a fucking legend. He's a legend. He is. I...
1: That's that's awesome. I I would actually love for him to actually suit up. And All right, see it.
0: Premier League teams where he could start. Norwich, um, Bournemouth next to Glenn Murray. <laughs> uh,
1: he could start up top for Austin Villa.
0: Oh, my God, yes. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gestad only has a head. Jordan Ayu only has one foot.
1: Yeah, so you put them together, it's like a RoboCop of soccer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrific. Uh, but, yeah, that, that would be super cool. Obviously, Harry Kane is very excited back at home in his Teddy Sheringham pajamas. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so that's that is pretty cool
1: yeah it's kind of cool news to have someone that's older than me yeah i'm dating myself everybody listening <laughs> it's that, not that like t- anybody t- else would wow well, well, <laughs> i pay extra for people's silence So <laughs>
0: that's real um, um but yeah he's sharing 49 didn't marcus allen try to come back in the nfl when he was yeah, like 40
1: yeah, he was like Herschel Walker was talking about trying out for the Falcons past off season. Hey,
0: but Devonte Freeman exists, so yeah, yeah, Whoops.
1: Because, <laughs> because Tevin Coleman would have done the same thing if he didn't. Get <laughs> so I'm saying, I'm all I'm saying, fantasy people, you guys all, lucked, oh snap, you guys all locked into Devonte Freeman.
0: <laughs> it's true. Okay, uh, this is gonna be a bit nonsense for a second. It's not. It's gonna be great fantasy advice for the wrong football. So I have Antonio Brown. Yeah, For $48. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot of money, considering yeah. Ben's been hurt. And now mm-hmm. we know how quickly that can drop off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I started the season with Eddie Lacy and Alfred Morris. So that's not gone well. Mm-mm. What running backs should I be targeting with Antonio Brown? Obviously trying to go for a cheap salary play as
1: it's a dynasty league. Um, How many teams? Uh, Twelve. You're probably looking at guys. That y- is it... PPR non-PPR uh no no PPR standard yeah um you're probably looking at guys that are going to not be the the main guy because it's a dynasty stand, stand dynasty format yeah so you're you're going to be looking for a guy you're you're basically looking to get a home run here because yeah, it's that's plus 3 salary a year yeah so you're basically looking to hit a home run here with guys that aren't really owned too much and in situations that you need to need them to develop into a system that can develop their their fantasy prowess, mm. uh, you're basically looking like I would do for Gurley straight up.
0: I'm not sure that guy would do it.
1: Um, yeah, you you might want to you need to tone that down. Uh, Gurley is the number one pick next year as yeah. of right now. Yeah. Um, I would probably do and you you're talking about tier-rating Antonio Brown. That's yeah. that's what's oh, going uh, on here. Yeah. I'd maybe look at like a Latavius Murray or, yeah. um, definitely Latavius Murray. I love Latavius Me Murray too, going Raiders, forward. Yeah, and their um, O line has
0: gotten sneaky good.
1: Um, if you could get a nice wide receiver and like a running back on the cheap from the same team, mm. how about how about like a a wide receiver too and like a Jeremy Langford from Chicago because Matt Forte is thirty, he's hitting that age precipice where eh, you don't really want to run back after 30, and yeah. he's probably not going to be there next year anywhere. So he's actually hurt right now. So we're gonna actually going to see what Langford has. You know, it might be a good situation to buy in early. And if it burns you, you're not really losing much because you really want to keep Antonio Brown at for 50 40, next year. Not
0: even a little bit, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I'm already kind of set because I have uh, Julio Jones and Martavis are my other two receivers. I went really hard on receiver this year. Yeah, there so, you go. Getting some, you go. And I have Martavis for a buck. Which is all he does is catch touchdowns. That's you know what? Does. You know what?
1: You know what? Martavius does for a buck? He tightens his joints. <laughs> what? You never rolled a joint in a dollar and tightened it up? Never mind. All right, uh, all right. we don't
0: endorse that unless you're of age in a state that legalized. Anyway, we're not <laughs> gonna get into that. But there, there was some really good fantasy other football advice. So you're welcome. Another player I don't like this week in fantasy Premier League. Diafra Socko. I like him as a player, which probably comes as a surprise to you guys, because I pretty much start everything with I'm not a fan of Blank. But I do like Diafra Socko as a player. I rate him highly. But he's still fighting back from injury. Now he's facing contention for his starting spot with Andy Carroll and Mauro Zárate. Although Andy Carroll's... It wasn't technically an own goal last week, but it, it should have been. He needed to have some kind of statistical docking for that shit show. Yeah. <laughs> um... But him and Zarate back, you know, puts a little a little doubt in your mind. It's the Diafra starting position every week. And his next four are Everton, Tottenham, West Brom, and United. Three of whom, you know, are in the top five of clean sheets kept. So, I, I don't really love those matchups coming up. Like I said, don't like the injury. Don't like the competition for that spot.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. He was in my short list of guys to just completely obliterate with the price down. Anthony Martial... Uh, is another one. Uh, if we're going to keep it up top. He still owns in twenty three point two percent of leagues. That's so bonkers. I I, I don't underst I don't understand it. Hashtag French top. Thierry Henry. Yeah, I said that about twelve times today with with my mates at frigging the bar where we were watching <laughs> Champions League. That's great. <laughs> and uh, I kept saying it like it was a, like it was a brand new topic every time I said it. it like oh, I'm the first person to ever say it but I really I really wasn't because <laughs> it's been said about 700 times on here so um but but the funny thing about Martial is he's the fourth most owned forward in the doc, the official site everyone it's, needs jee swa- swallow that for a while it's hate- i
0: wow that is awful yeah oh my a, god i just is he is he more owned than Agalo yeah that is by
1: eight percent
0: by that is the worst thing i have ever heard so if you're one of those teams stop don't do
1: that that's yeah. awful yeah. i mean he's he's owned four times as much as wilfred boney three times as much as olivier Giroux.
0: i mean well, obviously has that spot now that uh Walt yeah cuts out.
1: yeah I, I don't know what arsenal is even thinking that the production level that that Giroud was actually given, he scored six goals in like 180 minutes, less minutes than any other guy else that has six or more goals in in the Premier. Mm. It's it's a crazy stat. You had a tidy goal today. Yeah, absolutely. In, it was a, a, oh my god, it, it was a great. You know what? Did you see the game? You yeah, saw the? Yeah. It was a great. Take. I know the game was out of hand, and but it was a great take and a finish. I mean,
0: yeah, Giroud really just was. definitely
1: definitely does not get the the. Uh, the mentions of his, you know, control and skill in the box.
0: Yeah. It was, it was very impressive. Bayern Munich could have had a couple more. The Robin breakaway brought back shades of them losing the Champions League, which knocked Tottenham out of it yeah. uh, for your beloved Chelsea. Um, <laughs> but uh, any other uh, price changes you, you think are worth mentioning?
1: Uh, You know, just go down the list. Papa nah. suspect that He's injured. Crystal Palace can't really defend too well, yeah. but, I, I still love four. Joel
0: Ward though. I think he's at four four still.
1: Yeah, if you're gonna own a, if you're gonna own a Palace Defender, his name is Dan and it has two ends. Mm. Uh Wilfred Zaha from Crystal Palace, he he plays when he wants and he gives you some... In minimal. both the sense
0: of actually being on the pitch and if he actually tries.
1: Yeah. Uh the one guy we both love that who is better in multiple fantasy formats, but just not the official site is Jefferson Montero. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a mad dribbling machine. Mm-hmm. Puts tons of uh, crosses in you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, another guy that, that surprised me to drop, because he, but he's really not playing up to his potential or his, his name, Boyan Bojan
0: cricket. Yeah, yeah he, uh, he has not been playing very well. I was actually yeah. looking at him a little bit earlier for a different article. And his yeah. his uh,
1: chances created have weirdly plummeted lately. He's it, playing. It he's really playing in a secondary role. That's why. He's not playing that. Remember last year where he was playing that like one a role that was like a wider role but like a little bit offset. Yeah. He's basically playing on just a wide role now, but he's not getting the ball played to them because Stoke doesn't like to play the ball wide. They play, like to play through the center. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't get it because well I mean I I kind of get it but they're also favoring the Arnautovic side. Yeah. He, so, very much so. I don't I don't blame them for that because Arnautovic is a great player. Yeah. But. But to, to shut out uh, a Boyan and make him completely fantasy irrelevant right now sucks yeah. for everybody. Ben who, Hinkle,
0: Offalai, who... and Boyan, all pretty uninvolved. Uh, zero assists this year. Hasn't created a chance in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of 11 matches. He has two mm-hmm. on the season.
1: No. Yeah. And then even with, with uh, Diouf coming back, it's probably going to lessen his role even more. Which is a sad state because I like I like I liked the guy. I thought he yeah. would be something of a fantasy. Unheralded. And he catches the
0: eye when he plays. He looks absolutely. He looks much skill. better than he is in fantasy.
1: He's got skill. He's totally got skill. Uh, but he's. I think he's just in with the wrong team, the wrong setup, the wrong you know shape for for his skill set right now. And hopefully he finds it, or maybe he cries and curls up in his Linus blanket and gets transferred. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is, <laughs> just walking by great. snoopy it's like messy on his back on the dog's <laughs> head
1: <laughs> Mess, messy is his woodstock
0: yep absolutely <laughs> uh yeah so I, I think that covers that quite well
1: yeah basically the, the prices up and prices downs are guys that you should either own or not own and that's the best piece of fantasy expert advice i can give you
0: Great, and now we, uh, that pause was for a commercial for the England people. So if you're in America and you were like, that gap was a little long, that's why. Um, so uh, now we're going to move on to start set. My first start is, oh, <laughs> this, this is going to be the start of the, the drinking game. Anytime I start with, I don't really like this player, take a drink. <laughs> Wilfried Bony. I really don't like him ever since he moved to Manchester City. I bought in on the hype against Norwich last week. And like I said before, that was just a a weird match. I didn't enjoy watching that at all. But this Aston Villa side is awful. Tottenham just won 3-1 against them at a canter. Like that was not a good Tottenham performance. And it was still a 3-1 victory. Um, With goals from Dembele and Della Ali profiting absolutely maybe 1% of fantasy owners. So that was nice. Also, uh, in the official game, they gave Danny Rose the one assist. Um, but they didn't give him the ball that went off Harry Kane's head into Della Ali's foot. Understandably so. But in the Toga format, and ones that directly pulled from Opta, it actually counted as two assists. Which is kind of hilarious. Much love to Danny Rose. But anyway, the point is, this Aston Villa side is super bad. Remy Gard... Was almost crying in the stands, wondering what he's done with his life. Mm -hmm. Why did he go to Aston Villa? All of his hopes and dreams were in Birmingham, apparently. Now he's not so sure. But regardless of whether or not Boney does well or does not do well this week, I think he will do well. It doesn't matter long term. Comes out of the break against Liverpool and Southampton. Then Aguero should be back. So I am all for starting him this week if you own him. Don't pick him up for this week by any stretch. Um, but comes back, Liverpool, Southampton, then Aguero's is back. So this week it's fine. After that, he is going to be incredibly whatevs.
1: Mm-hmm. I can't, I, I, you know, the best thing about Wilfred Boney is that his rhyme name, is, his name rhymes with Moni, Moni. And it's so easy to just throw <laughs> like a David Bowie song in there. <laughs> like, wake it, shake it, Boney, Boney. You know, it, nice. and that's the best part. That's the best part about Wilfred. And, <laughs> That's it. Okay, continue. He has Mid- good midfield. hair, to
0: be fair, also. That, that's
1: true.
0: That's true. <laughs> um, in midfield, uh, he was my boy last week. He's also my boy this week. Not on this, but Dusan Tadic. Uh, Dusan. Had an amazing assist last week. I don't know if you saw that ball he put in. It was like an inch away from being out to touch and curled it in beautifully off of Pella's face. Which, as we all know, is the most talented part of Graziano Papello.
1: Well, well, you know why he put it off his face? He didn't want to mess up his
0: hair. Oh, uh, you know what? That's very kind of him. You know, it's, that's very stylish. It is,
1: it is luscious. It, looks like, it <laughs> looks like word it's, of the day. It looks like it's straight out of Lake Como.
0: <laughs> it is pretty great. Um, but now he has an assist and three chances just last week. And now he gets to face face Sunderland. Face he gets to face Sunderland, who shipped six goals last week to Everton. I thought Sunderland's defense was turning it around. We also had the three 0 against Newcastle, and we're like, oh, well, their defense is better now because Sam Allardyce is a good defensive manager. That was wrong, super fast, <laughs> considering what happened against Everton last week. So Tadish, uh, I think, is one of my highest rated players this week overall for a player that you should bring into your side somewhat favorable matchups going forward also i apologize for a mistake i made last week this is in the correction section of this uh audible newspaper which is i said sadio Mane would be missing so drop graziano pella but they played midweek uh so Mane was eligible to play at the weekend but fortunately for me he did fuck all so <laughs> i didn't hurt you too bad but i did want to just admit that and and let people know that i was aware of it and i apologize
1: yeah, way to go. This this stat correction
0: brought to you by Whiteout. This stat correction brought to you by Whiteout and alcohol. <laughs> um, and then uh, defenders uh, that I'm starting, Manchester defenders as a whole, both City and United, facing Villa and West Brom, neither of whom particularly prolific in front of goal. Uh, Darmian, I'm off of, have been for a couple weeks now, just waiting to be sure that Danny Rose is fit for this weekend. Did pick up a knock last week he's doubtful midweek but we're still hoping he'll be back in time for uh the weekend but yeah not big on Darmian but pretty much every other defender in that matchup I'm fine with also if for some reason you have Eliaqua Mangala and you just kind of forgot he is not starting anymore that's now Otamendi's job uh so drop him if you have him but obviously like Kolarov Sanya I'm not huge on I like Zabalecha more but we're still iffy on on his return uh but anyway, if they're playing Villa or West Brom you want to start them just like you want to start any forward against Bournemouth. Um uh, this week is at Newcastle, I want to say. Who? Uh playing against Bournemouth. They are
1: <laughs> home to Newcastle.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Start start your Newcastle strikers Mitrovic. I know you're a, you're a big Perez We're- guy.
1: I get into major vision in a minute. I haven't have written down here. It's
0: in. I, I always steal people off your list and I apologize for that. Uh, obviously the converse of the Manchester defenders that I think you all need to play means that I'm off Rondon and Embarajino. I do like both. Manchester United have quickly become one of the best defenses in the Premier League. Three straight clean sheets, seven on the season, which leads <laughs> leagues the lead. Which leads the league. Who do you got?
1: Uh, we'll start from the back. Uh... You know, you mentioned him briefly, but, you know, I'm I'm favoring off of Kolarov right now and leaning towards, you know, I'll be so bold, and this is the, the, the Week 12 podcast of this, that Nicholas Otamende, by the end of the year, will be the highest scoring Manchester City defender. Ooh, interesting. Um, I know his price point scares a lot of people. He's 6'5", but look at the percentage ownership rates of Kolarov and Company right now they're they're in the teens and close to tw- and over 20 for both, for both of them respectively yeah. OdeMende 0.7%. I know I know it's a tough pill to swallow to own a defender that's priced over 5.5 5 because the, the diversity that is going on in in the defensive ranks and the unreliability in clean sheets is just awful because nobody can rely on it. Because Joe Hart proved it, and Cameron Jerome yep. stuck it in the and, net. Uh, and
0: Vertonghen need a ball into the Tottenham net, which
1: kept them from getting a I clean mean, sheet. It's, it's it's awful. Just defense this year is just completely awful. Um, but but yeah, I, I'm gonna be so bold that Nicholas Otamende is gonna be the guy you want to own. I know his price point scares people off, but. Look at the value savings that people have been saving all year throughout the rest of their teams yeah. with the Marreses and the Igalos. Yeah.
0: Are,
1: are you telling me that you can't save another dollar you know, p- yeah. point seven <laughs> from your budget to, to to roster? Going to be one of the better defenders for the, one of the the top teams defending wise in the Premier. I mean, if if you don't want to believe me, that's fine. I mean, the the guy basically has. He's basically a Branislav Ivanovic, but four years ago.
0: <laughs> back when he was good. Uh, back- another defender that I love
1: right now, uh, Virgil van Dyck. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally. I, I'm totally buying it on Southampton, turning it around. that Their whole team is fit. Uh, also, th- Klaasie not playing the same
0: role he played at Feyenoord was pretty excited about him from a fantasy aspect. Now his best fantasy contribution is that he's shielding that back four with another really
1: good player. Yeah, Southampton is finding their shape very nicely, and if anybody's looking for a really decent value in, not so much the, the official site, but in draft formats, Stephen Davis is going to be a really good player there, mm. and he's going to see a lot of time. I'm just, I'm going to give my buddy Ralph from Rasball.com a good shout out because mm. he called that, him that's out. He,
0: interesting though, I, are you sure he's going to get a lot of time? I mean, he has his red card.
1: He's going to, so he's going to play. He's going to play. Yeah, he's going to play. He's just he like played. one of
0: those guys on the team sheet where, like, if he's fit, he's in there.
1: Yeah, he's going to play. He's that he's that tough guy that the coach likes. He's a gritty, he plays wide. He's going to play. Um, hmm. where was I? Defensively, yeah. Odemende. Not a, he's not for everybody, but people may be souring on Kolarov. You know, he's really not giving the return that everybody would think he uh, that, was thinking was going to do. That
0: penalty last miss was infuriating. Oh, it's, it's
1: it's awful. It's He awful. missed the target. Just uh He goes off like a boss, like, thinking he's, he's, oh, I got this, I got this. And, well, guess what? You you don't. Last kick of the
0: game, too. Um, Yeah,
1: yeah, if anybody's looking for, I always always give, like, a good mid-range target to shoot for. And then me, I always give, like, secret, like, good guys to shoot for. (laughs) Like, last week, I completely gave, like, good guys. So this week's, like, secret good guy. And I always want to buy cheaply onto defense. Mm. And, And you mentioned Darmian and, you know, Chris Smalling from United. What about Marcus Rojo? Yeah. Uh, owned at 1.1%. You know, if you take Phil Jones out of the equation, because if you own Phil Jones on your fantasy team, I, I don't even want to know you. I, I want to <laughs> delete you. I want to delete everything about you. Um, Tweet
0: us your Friendster page and we will un-whatever yeah, you do. Unheart uh, you.
1: I'll, 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 yeah, unheart you. I'll swipe left. Whatever the, the, the mode of transportation. Whatever the that appropriate
0: say-no mechanism yeah. is. Yeah,
1: seriously. But. <laughs> Marcus Rojo is the cheapest entry into the United defense right now. He's getting full 90s. He's actually playing well. He got an assist in the Champions League game, I believe. I don't have the stats in front of me because I did this on the fly because I got home late. I'm sorry. I was at the pub. I apologize. Everybody can understand that because people are at the pub and they don't have research. But anyway, Marcus Dude, Rojo. that
0: awkward moment when you were at the pub and didn't bring your binder. No, yeah, everybody exactly. knows what you're
1: talking yeah. about. Yeah, Marcus Rojo cheapest entry into the United defense other than Phil Jones. He's getting full 90s. Guy yeah, you want to look it's at.
0: It's
1: 5.4. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we'll go to the midfield. Midfield for me is kind of wonky when we do starts. Mm. Because midfield is so stout that there's so many guys that should already be owned, and it's a tough situation to bring guys yeah, in the automatically. The thing is
0: there are like 15 guys that have to be owned. And You can only play five.
1: Yeah, I mean, the ownership levels of midfielders—you have five guys that are owned in over twenty percent of leagues. Yeah. I mean, that is just crazy. That's hard to even bring a transfer into, and that's not even bringing the Ozols and the Kabais and you know the Coutinho who had a brace this week, the Mane's into the or the or even the, the Winaldoms, you know, into this into the equation. Those are outside the top four guys that are owned in twenty three point three percent of leagues. Those are the is the Sanchez, the Piets, and the De Bruynes. Yeah. you know it's crazy. Um, but the guy I'm looking at this week, you know, he's kind of been lying in the weeds, and he has a good fixture. Norwich has kept one clean sheet at home. Uh, everybody else is off of the Swansea guys that they know, the the I the AUs and the Gomezes. Yeah. but giving Gilfie Sergason a chance here.
0: Right? I In our expert league, somebody dropped him this week as you he know, heads into them and then Bournemouth, I want to say.
1: Absolutely. And I was I, just
0: licking my list. I was like, why would you drop him now? Yeah. Uh, but yeah,
1: obviously very excited about uh, you know, that. You know, I mean, Norwich has given up eight goals and, and five fixtures at home. Um, I, I, I don't understand why I understand he's a, he's an elite player. He's a great player. I just don't don't know why he's miss he's he's missing something. I don't know what it is, but I think he finds something this week. Mm. Whether it's whether he gets a tally, it could just or, be a free kick goal because yeah, he can put
0: those in easily.
1: Whether he gets a tally or an assist to it or an assist to it, he he's gonna do something this week. I just have that complete feeling. You, you take it from the guy who called, who said jared de la Feu, who was going to do something last week
0: yep great call also my uh really dumb yaya tori call uh didn't look as dumb
1: yeah you you suck kev
0: <laughs> by the way i will never once say that was a good call yeah. but my bad call worked i will like totally. i said, call, I, just had I will a totally gut. pat
1: myself on the back um, for any good call <laughs> i'm i'm awesome but uh <laughs> But, yeah, so forward-wise, uh, you mentioned it before. I'm all over Newcastle forwards this week. Uh, Mitrovic, if you, have, if you have a question at your third forward, and I'm going to preempt. We usually cover transfers. We always do this. We always end up covering transfers before we even get the transfers. But my, my advice to anybody who's listening to this and if they're questioning whether they should make a move this week, don't. Stick with your team for yeah. one week.
0: And Carry- don't change it during the international break. For no, the love of God, because not. whoever you bring in will get hurt, and it'll yeah. be on you.
1: <laughs> carry, do yourself, do yourself a favor. Carry two transfers into the into the the week right before Thanksgiving, and, or yeah, right before Thanksgiving, and you'll ha- you'll be set up. You'll have two transfers, and you can live comfortably with life. You don't have to, you can completely ignore fantasy soccer for a while, and worry about you know i don't know when is easter actually or-
0: taking your dog out for a walk instead of just or letting it whine or, or taking I- your girlfriend out instead of just staying home and watching netflix get out there yeah. enjoy yeah. the earth or, or
1: when, when those those random times in november when you're like gee when does lent start you know stuff <laughs> stuff stuff like that <laughs> it, it, but but newcastle's at bournemouth bournemouth cannot keep the ball out of the net one iota um on, on a transient thing of that, Olivier Drew, I said to him before, he's completely way under owned. He's seven point four percent owned in all leagues, and guaranteed to start. And he's going to start. Arsenal has a, has the you know the derby with Spurs. Spurs is garbage. We all know it. Kevin knows it. He just doesn't want to admit it. Wow. He wears he wears women's lederhosen, and we all know it.
0: <laughs> so wait, is there a difference between women's and men's lederhosen? Totally. It's the
1: it uh, women's have the flowers. I believe and the Hmm. men don't
0: interesting yeah i
1: I completely just made that up (laughs) but all right so jumping into sits we'll start up top for me uh we mentioned it before and this is like a big echo chamber anthony martial he's only 23.2 percent of leagues those leagues don't contain me because he sucks (laughs) um through the midfield uh if you own ross barkley He's basically owned the same amount as as Anthony Martial, so those probably they're probably on the same team in the same leagues. Mm. Uh, he shouldn't be because there's better value through the midfield. Friends don't the, let friends keep Martial. Yeah, totally. Uh the French <laughs> the French Thierry Henry is is not ownably. How's that? <laughs> I, I mean turned that. You? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh so Barkley for Everton. I know the fixture is kind, but eh, I think West Ham can keep him contained mm. and there's better value for his price point through the midfield. I would probably look elsewhere if you're looking to do that. Uh, on the defense, you know, I'll throw a shocker in here. I know they're a top four defensive team, but I don't like the Darby situation with Spurs. Yeah. Uh, even if they ship one gold, the Bellerins, the Nachos, and. The Although Kshelme- uh,
0: Bellerin likely out for this one.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I heard that today, um, but anybody in the Arsenal defense, um, I know the people are bringing them in hand over fist, um, but if they ship one goal, they're useless to you. So I'd probably steer clear and probably yeah. look to maybe if you own Colorov, I'd probably bring in a second defenseman from City just for this week, mm-hmm. and then in, in two weeks probably readdress your defensive situation. But that's just me. I don't. I'm not yeah. your. I'm not your god or your keeper because that's <laughs> that's probably the best clean sheet chance this week. At, you know city traveling to villa um so kev who do you got for sits
0: uh yeah uh gonna start in the midfield because you know that's asymmetrical <laughs> um with two guys actually in the midfield first one Musa dembele i know it's very exciting that Musa dembele matters <laughs> um, both in real life and from a fantasy aspect ever since he got hurt at manchester united in 2013 he hasn't been the same player He looks great right now, carrying the ball through the midfield. But he has two goals in two matches, which is making everybody jump on. Oh, it's a trend. It's exciting. But the last time he scored more than two goals in a season was 2010. That is not great. You do not want to count on him continuing to score to get you your points. If you're in a non.com league, basically any website that doesn't end in .com, be in their leagues now. If you're in <laughs> uh, not the Premier League.com game, is a more interesting play. Gets a lot of tackles, a lot of interceptions, and setting up good creative balls. But in the official.com game, I want very, very little to do with Musa Dembele. You will see his two goals and think he's turning it around, but that is not his game at all. He is not going to continue scoring. And the return of Hyungmin Son, which I heralded earlier. Uh, is m- most likely going to mean that a domino effect will lead to him falling out of the team. And if it isn't him it will be my darling Della Ali. Um, but not all of them can play in that midfield. Yes, Dembele's been impressive. He won't keep scoring. Might lose his job soon. Uh, and not ideal for the .dot .com game. Anyway. Uh, the other midfielder I'm really off of. of, of, of. Coutinho. Another player, Two goals. Woo! believe Coutinho is finally back, except the problem with that is that he doesn't back up his high-scoring matches pretty much ever. Uh, he scored 10 points match week one, three points the following week. He scored nine points match week seven, two points the week after that. 14 points this week. I don't think he's going to back it up against Crystal Palace, but even if he does, 8.1 is too expensive for me to stick around and find out. I just I don't want it at all. I loved him going into the season. I just want absolutely zero part of a player that cannot string together good performances. And he could string together good performances. You might listen to this a week late and be like, man, that Kevin guy's dumb, and that's fine. I am fine with being wrong on Coutinho for 8.1. At forward, already mentioned Rondo and Berrinho. I'm not in on them, and defenders took the words out of my face. Pretty much all Arsenal and Tottenham defenders not really in on it. If you're going to start one, if Bellerin's fit sure, if Danny Rose's fit sure, but don't count on center backs to get you clean sheets. Count on guys that can create chances and maybe get an assist. Uh but other than that, I'm I'm probably trying to to bench most of them. All right. And uh last thing we're going to do here what we have done with our team, have you done anything despite just telling the people to not do stuff?
1: I'm bringing in a defender this week. It's probably going to be Oda Mende. I'll try to double up on the City Favorable fixture. But I got some other good stuff for us, Kev. I, yeah. got, I, got, I got another two minutes of good stuff. Oh, good. Because, because I was diving in and doing some research. Smokey did some research this week. <laughs> so, but this is previous to me being at the pub and then coming home late and not being prepared. So it's completely different. was yeah. free
0: unprepared preparedness.
1: Yeah, but yeah. The, the best advice I can give anybody is, I mentioned it before, if you don't need to make a move based on not fielding a full roster, do not make a full move. Keep Bank the two transfers and go into the international break coming out like a, a ray of sunshine and having two transfers to <laughs> tackle your injuries because they're going to happen. They always happen, and it's going to happen. So be patient. Sit on your <laughs> thumbs, even though it, it's disgusting to think about. Sit on
0: <laughs> not, not Not sexually at all. Uh, cl- Clasp your hand. No, all right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> there's not a good way to save that
1: <laughs> uh so I did a little research Kev. yeah so i I just want to drop some some stupid some funny some stats knowledge bombs on, <laughs> some some funny some funny stats on everybody that that people who play the official if they're lazy, they can all do this themselves, but it's fine i'm I did it for' them. so so right now um there's three players that are forty percent owned in inter, like universally. Guess them. Cavs go without looking.
0: Um, Vardy. Yeah. Um, fifty. Wait, fifty plus.
1: Forty. Uh, 40, oh, 40. forty.
0: Forty. Uh, Color off. Nope.
1: Ah. Sa- Sanchez and Marez. Sanchez Marez Oh, Mahrez. Mahrez. Yeah. All owned in forty percent of leagues. Okay. The goalkeeper wise, you know everybody is either a cheap goalie finder or an expensive goalie finder. Peter Check, Joe Hart owns in 55% of leagues mm. by by all teams combined. Wow. 18 teams combined for the remaining goalies of all the other teams, 45%. The top the top one after those two is only 18%. Okay? I, I even gets better. I even went deeper into the top one thousand because everybody's always chasing deeper it, into the get... rabbit hole. <laughs> totally, because they, they everybody takes the, the red pill and they should have taken the blue and stayed at home and watched Netflix.
0: But <laughs> and then watch the Matrix on Netflix.
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, but everybody always sees that how they do weekly and they always see the green or red arrows and they always wonder like, oh, how can I get up to the top? You know, one thousand. What, yeah. What's keeping me from the one, top one thousand? So the, so the top overall fantasy person right now has 724 points.
0: That's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. I actually looked at his team, and I went week to week to see what he did. He must did. have
0: captained <laughs> He
1: He's captaining the right guy at the right time. It's basically the best advice I can say to you right now. He is basically captaining the right person at the right time. So so Ryan, if you're listening, that's his, that's his name. Ryan, if you're listening, to you're this, welcome you're for all
0: the fantasy advice. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're completely welcome and you're lucky bastard. But anyway, so he's sitting pretty comfortably. The the point disparity between him and the top twenty teams is fifteen points. He's fifteen points ahead of the top fifteen fifteen teams. Okay. So the difference between that him in the first spot and the top one thousand is, hold on, 83 points. So from him to 1,000 is 83 points. So don't freak out. Which which sounds like a lot, but it really isn't. But you divide that over 20, you know, 26, 25 weeks, whatever we have left, right, 26 weeks. It's not so bad. Yeah. But it even gets better. I went deeper. The difference between the top 1,000 to the top 2,000, Kev, take a guess how much the difference is.
0: Less than 50 points
1: eight points what eight points there's wow. eight there's eight points separating the top 1000 from the top 2000 point teams
0: that's inc- that, that's incredible
1: that's crazy and the, the average so score don't give for the up. Top, yeah the average score for the top1,000 teams is 66 points wow
0: that
1: that's just crazy this is what we do here at the FPL fantasy podcast we give you hope where there isn't any
0: yeah or we show you where the hope is that you felt was lacking
1: yeah and this is what this is what smokey underscore loogie on twitter does for you. he gives you hope
0: that's why we get paid the medium bucks
1: i get wait we get paid
0: yeah checks in the mail actually literally that's that's not a joke
1: oh oh and i oh and i want to give a a shout out to uh what what are we calling them, uh, daft daft pings or uh, oh oh uh, uh, what what maybe like a little panfuel? No, not panfuel because they don't do they don't do uh, they don't do fantasy footy. Oh but, really? But 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 but, but but Slaft slaff slaff blings slaff pings. Yeah yeah. I want I want to congratulate them from updating their actual fantasy games.
0: Oh did uh, they? Yeah, they
1: actually updated the scoring and the roster and. How uh, games are played there. So, bravo on actually catching up with technology. Way to go! Should we
0: should we do like a class brings like thing with like
1: listeners and stuff? I mean, we can, but until they pay me money, I'm gonna trash them.
0: Oh, you're Cause, right. Yeah, because
1: I because I might use other sites and be like, yeah, this is better.
0: <laughs> and they might be. Buy in, guys. <laughs> Whoever wants to be the official fantasy game. The oh, First no, one, get the line. Are...
1: I know the line is the line is forming to the left. By the
0: way, you don't even have to have your own fantasy game. If you're just a listener and you're willing to part with, you know, a certain amount of dollars per episode, we'll just give you a shout out personally. Yeah, and be we'll like, mention, Hey, we'll this person's
1: your, dope. <laughs> we'll mention your mom or your girlfriend's birthday. We'll or...
0: mention your friendsters. Yeah, page. totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> on
1: Twitter that you hate.
0: Yep. Oh yeah, we'll just slag people off. It'll be great. <laughs> Contact us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. Put FPL in the header.
1: All right, we're out of time. What you been sipping on, my man? Uh, as always, I'm a tin can sailor. I'm drinking on PBR. Man, every week, man. It, it comes in a 12-pack, dude. They're, they're so convenient. you got they to diversify. A... How did you not kill that over Halloween? No, I bought it. These are two new ones, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I see you do. The kid, the kids didn't come around. I was gonna give them out PBRs for Halloween.
0: <laughs> Good, but with, with, but with curly straws, so that's more
1: kid friendly. You know what? <laughs> I I read something funny today, and uh, 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 straws are the first uh, hands-free device ever. <laughs> that's
0: real. <laughs> uh, Bluetooth a close second um yeah just uh going going with a little bourbon and ginger ale it's a really good thing if you're not from kentucky you probably hate on it but it's super delicious try it you might like it um and so yeah do uh, you want to tell folks where they can find you
1: as always at at soccer.rasball.com on a weekly and daily basis come on over and check us out we give funny yet elusive fantasy advice for you and your kin and if you're into the social media, I'm um, at at Smokey underscore lugie. That's L-O-O-G-Y. And just pop me a line. We'll say hello. You can buy me a drink, maybe dinner. We'll figure it out. But you better bring flowers. Um, I am Matt Kevroff on Twitter, right
0: over at blog.playtarget.com and theeaglesbeak.com and host the EPL Roundtable, which is on Mondays and Fridays. So yeah, that's where you can find me. I mentioned before, tweet us at EPL Roundtable, email us at email us at eplroundtable at gmail.com, put FPL on the header. If you have any fantasy questions, feel free to contact either of us on Twitter. We're both very genuinely super great and awesome and helpful people. Uh, that are also handsome and attractive. Um, and so yeah, do that and then uh, come back next week for more fantasy advice and drinks. Hey!